Jump over there and shake hands, smile, hug their neck. Let's knock them on their backs, butt them in the mouth, knock their ass in the dirt. That's what we got to do. We got to stop that buddy ball, smash everybody in the mouth. Hey, baby, we're going to be here all day, baby. I like this kind of party. I like this kind of party, baby. This is Hour 3 of Big Dog Sports Talk with Rick Watson on the WRAD Talk Network. Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. You know what that means? Do you? We're underdog. We're mutts. My number one play is the power sweep. If you only knew the power of the dark side... for the Big Dog Sports Talk Power Hour. Three is underway. The power hour here on the program. Hope you're doing well wherever you might be. Rick Cormney going to join us at 835. The Radford High School basketball coach. They're playing for another state championship. Time now, though, for the Roth Report. From the talk of the New River Valley WRAD, it's time for the Roth Report. Now, along with Virginia Sports Hall of Famer and voice of Virginia Tech football, Bill Roth, here's Rick Watson. Good morning, William. How are things in Greensboro this morning? I'm coming to you this morning from one of my favorite places. It's the media room at the Greensboro Coliseum where they have framed, blown up, framed pictures of newspapers from every ACC championship ever played. And it's just so funny to go through it. It's like a timeline. I'm looking in front of me. Here's one. Carolina tops Maryland for ACC title. And then in the early 70s, South Carolina captures ACC crown. And you just go all the way through it, different teams winning it. I'm looking to the other side of the room, uh, you know, the more recent. And it goes to the color pictures uh, in more recent times. Uh, the, the, this was the first postseason conference basketball tournament. And the ACC started this crazy madness way back in the day. And uh, this room is like a museum to the writers who have covered it and the broadcasters who have covered it over the last half century. I absolutely love that. I love the way it ties it in. And what you said I was going to bring up with you, Bill, I love the fact that the ACC is what got this whole ball rolling with these postseason conference tournaments. I mean, it's just dripping with mystique and history. It's so cool they decided to do that. I can imagine what it was like for you walking in there. And they also, by the way, I'd like to add, they've added the women's tournament uh, championships, too. I'm like, there, there's more here than just the men's awesome. tournaments. That's uh, awesome. But I think, you know, the Hokies played great last night. Is this the second year in a row that Virginia Tech is going to make a March run at the ACC tournament? They they took care of uh, the Irish last night and a late-night tip tonight against NC State. 
That's right. A late, late game around 9.30. I know Burnup wasn't very happy yesterday with the schedule coming up if they keep winning. But, hey, it's what TV's all about. But uh, what did you take away last night? It wasn't a, uh, a beautiful game, but they survived in advance, made plays when they had to. And Notre Dame was obviously emotionally playing for Mike Bray last night. Well, you know, the first game in South Bend was a beautiful game. It and was. everybody was yep. scoring on every trip. Mm-hmm. Remember when we talked about a couple – I don't know, six weeks ago, that the key to Virginia Tech is how it plays without the ball. Right. You've got to get some stops. You know, the game in South Bend, Leshevsky had, what, 33 points against Tech. Right. And last night, they held him to four. Well, that's, that's the difference in the game. I thought there were three really huge plays uh, in the game last night. Uh, number one, Sean Padula's career manifested itself in like six seconds. He turned it over. Notre Dame's coming down the floor on a fast break. He catches him, steals the ball back, lobs it 50 feet for a dunk. That is Padula. He gets a turnover and a steal and an assist all in like six seconds. Mm -hmm. And that shows the kind of kid he is. He made up for his mistake, and that was a huge play. Uh, Rice had a big three, uh, obviously, with a minute 50 to go. He's a kid that has not done a whole lot impactful this year for Tech. That was his biggest shot. And then David Cunningham in Tech's sideline, as far as I know, is the only person that has the story. On the game-winning play, uh, Hunter Couture called that play in the huddle. You know, Hunter wants to be a coach. I encourage everyone to read Tech's sideline uh, for David Cunningham, who's a product of our SMA program. Uh, Couture told him this last night in the locker room. See, this is the difference. You go into the locker room, mm-hmm. not just the press conference, right? Right, right. And, and, you, and you have a relationship with a player. And they're in the timeout, and Hunter Couture, who wants to be a coach, tells Mike Young, here's how they're guarding us, and here's how they're guarding me. I'm going to screen off Mutz's dude. He'll be wide open for a dunk if we run this play. And it's exactly Young said, what happened. Young <laughs> says, run it. <laughs> what? What happened? Just as Couture predicted. And the reason that he did it is that he noticed how they Notre Dame was having a curious time defending it earlier in the second half. They ran the same play. They did not get a dunk, but he said Notre Dame did not guard us correctly. It just so happened earlier in the second half, the ball was on the other side of the floor in the rotation of it all. He said, Muncie will be wide open. They don't know how to guard it. Boom, out of a timeout, A, B, C, dunk. <laughs> so, Couture, so Couture called that play. And, you know, and that's something else. Back to Bray for a second. I think everyone understands Mike's the winningest coach in Notre Dame history. He's a Duke guy. His players are always cerebral for the most part. You have to out-basketball IQ Notre Dame. Right. And Tech did last night. It's like Jimmy Chitwood from Hoosiers, right? I mean, that's what that was. Gene Hackman had to change the play. He said, I'll make it. Yeah, listen to the players. They know what's going on out there. I love it. That's a great story. That's a great story. I mean, you can look at the ball. I mean, Bazzilli played great. He had 20. Mutz had a double-double. You know, the Hokies, they only had eight turnovers for the entire game. Um, But, you know, there's so many things. The game could have gone either way. Hokies are – your odds of winning a game when you're trailing in the last minute aren't good, but they came back and won. And you know the call, Padula and Zona got tangled up. Yeah, there was a foul. Yeah. And they they reviewed it, and Bray was not happy with that. But there were so many plays that decided that game that were probably bigger than that. So now they get NC State tonight, a team that jumped out to a big 14 point lead at the Castle back in January. 
the Hokies rally. They cut it to a single possession game, uh, but ended up losing by four. Uh, they're going. To, it's going to be the same thing tonight. They're going to have to. You know, the Smith kid is great. They're going to have to keep Grant off the glass, and um, they're going to have to play the same type of heady cerebral play. The Hokies are a tough tournament out because of Young. You know, he he won his last two Southern Conference tournaments. Remember that? Yeah, he's a great tournament coach. Absolutely. And they won. And they won in Brooklyn. And um, I, you know, I don't think I don't think the Hokies are the favorite to win this tournament. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that they're a tough tournament out. They're a mm-hmm. tough team to beat um, on on one day's prep, right? Which is what obviously State. You know, NC State didn't know who they were playing until. 11 o'clock last night also, right? right. So, yeah. you know, they, those kids were already in bed. So, NC State, they're going to get up this morning and go through. I It would not shock me one bit if the Hokies win tonight. Before we head into the break, uh, I want to ask you about the Carolina game. Uh, I'm intrigued by Carolina right now. They have to win maybe the whole thing. I don't know how much they have to do. What's your opinion about what they have to do in this tournament being – Part of the latest first four out, according to Lenardi and uh, BC, got a win yesterday. So we'll see if Carolina approaches this thing the right way. I think that's what makes tonight really neat because you've got a doubleheader in basketball in Greensboro with the Tar Heels and the Wolfpack playing mm-hmm. and the Hokies, right? But when, when anyone who's ever been at this event knows when Carolina and Duke and NC State, when two of those three play at night, this place comes alive. You throw a desperate Tar Heel team in there. Oh man, <laughs> it's going to be crazy blueness. Um, and those Tar Heel fans, they'll be cheering for the Hokies in the second game <laughs> as long as they right. win and stick around. That's right. Cause, cause, you know, you know, the, if you're a Tar Heel, your favorite team is Carolina and whoever's playing state. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. So um, I think it's going to be a lot of fun tonight. I hope you know tickets are not super expensive. You don't have to buy the whole tournament book. You know, I looked. I looked online yesterday. The championship game tickets are, you know, six hundred to twelve hundred a piece on Saturday. But you can get in today for probably twenty five dollars. There you go. So, there you go. You know, if you're, it's an easy drive down from the New River Valley. You know, come on down, have dinner in Greensboro, watch a basketball doubleheader. Uh, I think Carolina probably has. I know they're Carolina, so maybe the rules are a little bit different for them. If they get to Saturday, maybe they can get an at large bid. Uh, but my, my sense is they might have to win it. But, you know, the rules might be different for our friends from Chapel Hill uh, to get into the tournament. The, the resume just isn't good. Like they, they, have a, they don't have any great wins, and they've struggled against good competition this year. I agree. I think the rules are a little different for some of those blue bloods. I agree. All right, coming up uh, from Bill down in Greensboro here on the Roth Report, the SMA update, and I know – We've previewed it, and it's happening right now. Bill will get into what I mean by that. It's really cool what's happening with the kids down there right now. Baker team game of the week. We'll also have the NRV Heart Clinic top three. going to be very interesting to see what Bill's come up with as March Madness is alive and kicking down in Greensboro with the ACC basketball tournament. More with the voice of the Virginia Tech football team, Bill Rolfe, the Rolfe Report, when we come back. 
First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg and has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today, the official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics. You know, buying or selling a home is a really important decision. We'll trust that decision to the Louise Baker team with Long and Foster Realtors. Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda have combined experience of 40-plus years right here in the New River Valley. Check their website, nrvhomes.com, to search properties. They'll give you home field advantage in a competitive market. From the classroom, to the studio, to the stadium, it's time to catch up on the latest from Virginia Tech Sports Media and Analytics Program. Today's SMA update is brought to you by First in Maine, Blacksburg's premier destination to eat, drink, shop, and play. Well, we do welcome you back here to uh, BDST here on this Wednesday and... uh Bill is telling me that the phones are down right now, down in Greensboro. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> he doesn't have a cell phone connection, so we've lost Bill. Oh, my goodness. So we've lost Bill right now. Um, something happened in Greensboro. Everything went down in the room, or at least in the arena, so there's no working telephone. And apparently the wireless network is down. So we have lost Bill for the moment. Um, interesting. He was there and then he wasn't. And this is where modern technology runs into a hiccup. But uh, I know there were some things he wanted to talk about with the SMA. They're having their, um, their just correspondence with so many great people within the media, within television and, um, journalists and so forth. David Teal, I know some of the directors of ESPN and those things are, going on down there right now for all those young people. I know how excited uh, Bill was about that and to get them uh, up and running and things of that nature and to have these kids just be exposed to some of these inner workings of what's going on with how the games are covered and how you're supposed to go about preparing and all these different things. Um, The student media seminar is going on uh, with Bill. And, and I think this is something, too. We've talked about all the great things that Bill has offered uh, through his class and what these um, kids are being acclimated to. I'm having um, – Bill's texting through a computer, <laughs> but he doesn't have a working cell phone because everything is down. So just to get you updated on the Roth report, we got through about half of it, um, but we did lose connection to Bill. There's nothing really he can do um, to connect with us now. And if it's, if it does come back, then we will put him back on. But that's what's happened with Bill is he's lost connection in the building, and apparently the whole building um, power is down in the building as well. 
I mean, my goodness gracious, uh, lots of stuff going on down there. So, <laughs> Blatty's down there early to get through all the kinks before that first game gets underway at noon. That'll that'll set back the schedule for the day in the ACC tournament. But, any event, um, just talking more about the SMA and what this uh, group's going through. Um, the student media seminar right now is happening. That's why David Teal's joining us tomorrow. We'll talk to David about that all the offerings that he has for the kids. Um, going to be a lot of fun. Um, Bill also had his Baker team game of the week, and he's going with the Big 12 title game. All right? And the SEC title games. And he's, he's doing that because those two leagues right now have a very high profile. And there's been some talk. If you look at the Big 12 in particular – there's been some talk that the Big 12 is going to have by far the most representation of any other conference in the NCAA tournament because of all the teams that have been ranked, all the teams that have just had terrific seasons. Um, I don't know how that'll look. I think West Virginia still has more work to get done. I know Baylor and obviously Kansas, Texas, TCU – Kansas State, maybe even Iowa State are feeling pretty good. So that league has gotten a lot of play this year because it's a, it's a murderer's row. It's kind of like the SEC in football. That's the way the Big 12 has been. Teams beating one another. They won't be punished. There's a lot of quad one wins that can be obtained because of uh, teams knocking off one another. We may have gotten Bill back. Let's see if this is him. Let me see here. Bill, did we get you back? You did. Hey, all right. I've been feeling. I'm into your. I'm into your uh, Baker team game of the week. We were talking about the SEC and the Big Twelve tournaments. Glad to have you back, my friend. <laughs> well, my cellular service is gone, um, completely gone, and so I was able to use a uh, colleague's who has a different cell service. Right. I had Wi-Fi, and I was trying to configure my phone to use wi-fi calling to get you back <laughs> hey that's all right man we do what we do i kept it rolling i was i figured i would hear from you one more time so that's good glad to have you back our game of the week our baker team game of the week i don't know which one it's going to be i know right tough call texas a&m alabama rematch in the sec yes could happen baylor kansas in the big 12 i think that's going to happen yes Miami UVA in Greensboro? I don't know. <laughs> I know. Well, Something tells me it's a rematch between uh, Buzz Williams, the SEC co-coach of the year, and his Aggies, and the uh, always-in-the-news Alabama Crimson Tide. Always in the news. About something. About something, right? Good or bad. <laughs> you could get 10 different people with uh, varying political views. That's Basketball, right. they'll have 10 different takes on what should have happened at Alabama in the last six weeks. Exactly, exactly. And uh, everyone is very strong in his or her convictions on whether he should be playing or not. Um, but if you're Buzz Williams and you have to play Alabama again, he's playing. He's so. playing. He's playing. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, time now, Bill. I'm, I'm going to see where you want to go on this. It's time for the NRV Heart Clinic here on the Roth Report. Three, Top three. Two, one. Are you ready for today's countdown? It's time for Bill's Top Three, presented by New River Valley Heart Clinic in Radford. All right, William, where are you going with the top three this week? 
Well, before the game last night, Coach Bray received a uh, very nice commemorative framed piece from ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips. He returned the favor with about a minute to go in the game by delivering, delivering an expletive-filled <laughs> response to a call to the commissioner. <laughs> right. Uh, what is next for Mike Bray? He says he wants something new. Now, does that mean number three, he stays at Notre Dame in an advisory role and does something else? That seems unlikely. Does he get into coaching? That seems more likely. Or does he do television? Mm-hmm. So let's look at the three of those things. Okay. He's claiming he's not getting fired at Notre Dame, that he's leaving on his own. Okay. So whether or not he just felt like the time was up or they felt the time was up, a stay in South Bend, which is what Digger Phelps did, seems unlikely. Agreed? Agreed. Because when we talked, when Radford played them to open the season, he admitted to me that if they wouldn't have made the tournament last year, he felt like he would have been probably pushed to make this decision a year earlier. It was an interesting conversation. Right. Number two, would he be good in TV? Absolutely. I think he sees what Jay Wright and Seth Greenberg are doing, the money they're making. They don't have to recruit. They're around the game. They still do the things they love. Eventually, I think, if he's not opening a bar in Dewey Beach, (laughs) Key West, or somewhere, right, uh, I could see Coach Bray doing some television. I think he'd be really good at it. He would. He'd be really good. But no, I think he coaches. I think he's coaching somewhere, and probably before uh, we find out before the end of April. Now, whether that's Georgetown or whether that's St. John's or whether that's, uh, I don't know, uh, George Tech, Old Dominion. I mean, who you pick the school, right? I think he'll be coaching somewhere next year. And I think he'll be recruiting, recruiting somewhere this spring. I think you're right. Feels that way, doesn't it? It does. It feels that way. Feels that way. Well, he's got that personality. I know that. And you're right. If he does decide to do television, he would be a huge, huge hit. I agree 100%. I mean, Jay Wright has slipped in and has done just an amazing job in television. He explains he the game to the viewers. He has. He may be better as an analyst than than, than we ever thought possible. His, his, his ability to explain what we're seeing in a, in a six-second burst is incredible because that's about all you get on TV on a replay. Yeah, you're right. Does Bray seem like the kind of guy to you, Bill, what you know that he would stay more on this end, right, on uh, Georgetown, St. John's end and so forth? I think he'd be great at any high academic school because Notre Dame is a school where not everyone gets in. It's hard to take transfers. It's hard to stay in, right? Uh, they don't have a lot of majors to hide a kid in, and he's, that's the only place. You know, he's been there forever. So yeah, um, I think he coaches. Well, it's going to be fun to see. It's going to be fun. And I hope you have fun. I can't wait to get the uh, results of uh, your seminar with your class. And, man, I appreciate you uh, finding a phone to finish up the Rolf Report today. Should be fun. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, man. There you go. That's Pokey's Wolf Pack tonight. That's Stay right. Nine thirty. That's right. That's right. Take care, man. Stay safe. <laughs> Bill Roth and the Roth Report. Borrowing a phone to finish up the program. All right, good stuff. We're going to step out, take a break. We're going to continue our basketball conversation. Is Rick Cormany, the head basketball coach of the Radford Bobcats, scheduled to join us? That's coming up next. Rolling along here on a Wednesday as we slide over the hump. Stay with us. Don't go away. The Louise Baker team with Long and Foster Realtors wishes you a wonderful new year. Buffalo and Moore, a small business in Reiner, opening January the 4th in their new location at 4040 Reiner Road. Remember them for catering, family-style meals, and their new deli selection. Check Facebook for new hours and more details. 
Louise, Marshall, and Rhonda wish you the best in 2023. First in Maine is a beautiful shopping center located right here in Blacksburg and has the perfect mix of shops, restaurants, and entertainment. Grab some new shoes and accessories at Runabout Sports and Walkabout Outfitter to make your hikes around the NRV even better. Looking to grab a bite to eat? Well, First in Maine has great restaurants like Zoe's Kitchen, Bull and Bones, Avellino's, and El Rodeo. Looking for some family entertainment? Then check out B&B Theaters for movies, the arcade, and bowling. Visit First in Maine today. The official entertainment destination of Virginia Tech Athletics.